Hey, it's Heather here. I've just been busy finishing out planning three talks for um, speaking to different groups. First, they say, first you write the book, and then you speak the book. And I have found that to be very true. So I was planning out two talks for um, an event in Minnesota and uh, another talk for an event in Ohio that's happening next week. So I find that things like that use a different part of the brain, but it's all part of being an author. And after that, I need to contact a couple schools um, to talk about school visits, and then the podcast is coming up. It is Kelly J. Baptist here. And full disclosure, we're talking about when life gets busy, when life gets in the way, which it always is going to. That's what I've learned. It is always going to do just that. No matter um, the tools and techniques you put in place, that is great. And that gives you a a head start and a leg up. But there will always be something. And since we can't prevent that all the time, what we can focus on is our response. And so, um, again, with the full disclosure... I'm an author, full-time author, and I am a single mother of five children. I have one in college and four still at home, but it feels like 10 sometimes. And so um, about seven in the morning and my mornings start around six with getting up, getting the first round of kids ready with breakfast and lunches um, and drop-offs. I drop off my high schooler and two middle schoolers. And then I'm back home um, to get my elementary school guy up and ready. And he's so easy. I got to shout out Zachary. He's so easy. He gets up, gets dressed, gets himself ready, and we're able to sit down and have breakfast together. Um, And out of the house by 830 to get him to school. Then once that is done, I come back home and I do some cleanup from breakfast And then I try not to look at everything else that is like, hey, you can do me. I'm laundry. Hey, you can do me. I'm the floor. You can sweep me. And um, try to barricade myself in my office upstairs, which is in my closet, to get some writing in. And a lot of times it starts with the business side of things, answering emails and kind of finalizing things with events or travel, speaking engagements, whether that's virtual or in person. Um, making sure everything is in alignment. And that really can be time consuming. That can take hours. Uh, If you're responding to emails, if you are filling out paperwork, if you're scanning and sending things back, if you're preparing presentations, all of that is a part of writing. Um, Heather and I talked about that, but it also takes away from the actual art of writing. So I'm also thinking, man, if I could just have a personal assistant or someone to take some of these other tasks so that I could just sit and write while I have peace and quiet, which is not often. I mentioned the five kid scenario. So um, the golden time for me is anywhere from about 10 to 2. Um, and right around 2.30 is when my afternoon headache typically will start to to come in. Um, and then it's pickups. And so two rounds of pickups, usually done with that by four and back to the house. And if I've if I've not gotten writing done by then, it is almost a lost cause. I can still some time 
usually between about four and six. But as you can imagine, it's dinner and baths and preparing for the next day um, and time with the kids. I wish I could record. Maybe I could. It might be too much for people. <laughs> but if I could record a snippet of when I pick them up because it's instant. Mom, mommy, can I, can I, can you read this? I got a paper for you and this happened at school and I got this on a test and da, 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 da. It's instantly. Um, I was on the phone with my sister yesterday and she was able to hear all of that. Like as soon as they uh, butts touched the seat of the vehicle, it was, it was game on. Um, so that then takes up my afternoons. Um, I have a kiddo who has a job. I have um, kiddos in choir and band um, and who just like to go to football games and volleyball games and things like that. So it's my Uber time. I call myself a Uber, and I do not get paid to transport, but transport I do. And so you can see for me, I'm questioning how any of this worked while I was working a full-time job. Um, I just don't know. It's amazing what we as humans are able to accomplish when we are dedicated and disciplined and driven to do so because obstacles come, obstacles are in the way. So for me, my writing comes in fits and spurts here and there, 15 minutes here, 20 minutes there. It is rarely a hour to hour time stretch. And somehow the the words come on the page and and continue out and I can move forward in this this process of this task that I love so much. Heather here. When do you find time to write? A friend just asked me that who's thinking of starting to writing a book. And that really gets to the heart of the matter because you can know all the craft and have the greatest ideas. But if you don't ever find the time to write, you're not going to have a book at the end. The answer to it is, of course, different for everybody because everybody's a busy person and you have your own uh, type of busyness, whether it's family and kids or whether it's job or whether it's everything all at once. So I just give you some ideas of how some other people who have published, written, and published books have done it. It's going to depend on your style. One person who I know who is full-time as an attorney takes a lunch hour and goes off to Applebee's restaurant and sits there every lunch hour and writes a little bit of the novel every lunchtime and has managed to publish several books that way. Another person is a teacher and ignores the book during the school year, and when summer comes along, dives in to writing um, fairly full-time in the summer months. Some teachers do it on weekends, uh, but there's a lot of other things to be taken care of on weekends, so it doesn't always work. Don't beat yourself up if it doesn't work for you. What worked for me was getting up an hour ahead of the rest of the family, going to bed earlier, and setting my alarm for 5 a.m. for a whole year, and doing that diligent, um, quiet practice before everybody else woke up. So if you're a morning person, try that. If you're a night person, try the evening. But the truth is, you're always going to be busy, and you have to make it a priority, I'll share with you the quote I think I shared with, with Kelly and everybody at the beginning of this podcast, which uh, of our whole time together, which is, you either have the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. Which one are you going to choose? 
It might be just a couple of days a month. It might be um, a day every week that travel is happening. So that's a part of the new life that I have now and juggling that with uh, responsibility of the home and the family. I think one way I try to keep that balance is where possible, I'll take a, a kid or two with me on my different trips, or I'll lay out my calendar and say, I've got Tampa, I've got Orlando, I've got the Detroit area, I have Pennsylvania, and uh, I kind of allow them to pick a trip that they want to come with me uh, on. And I say your grades have to be a certain point for you to miss school. And so that's a, that's a motivator for them that I use. And then it also helps me. It reminds me of the purpose of why I do what I do if I have them right there with me. And then it gives them a, a insight into the busyness um, and the importance of the work that I do. A lot of times, for those of you who have kids, you're just their parent. You could be surrounded by people who want your autograph and who are just going on and on about how awesome you are. And you look over at your kid and your kid is just like, so can we eat lunch now? I've had my daughter say that actually um, at a signing. <laughs> can we eat lunch now? And I'm just like, do you not see what is happening? Uh, but to her, I'm just, I'm just her mom. I'm just her mom. So it's, it's cool for them to at least see what goes on behind the scenes and how I'm received in public. Um, but yeah, life is busy. Uh, enjoy the podcast with my pod mates. Once we get on there, it's the hardest thing is, is to come up with the time and stick to it and be able to get on. As soon as we are logged in and we start recording, it is always enjoyable. And it, I'm always happy that it worked out and we were able to sit down and, and discuss the topics that we do. It's just a matter of getting to that point. And so I encourage anyone out there, if you have a busy life, but you have a passion as well, it's okay if you only get to it 15 minutes a day. It's okay if that was only a 20 or 30 minute stretch. You pursue your passion and you have to give yourself that encouragement and that challenge that tomorrow, if I did 10 minutes today, tomorrow I want to do 15 and if you have to steal those minutes, steal the minutes because it is worth it. And anything meaningful um, is made even more meaningful when you work hard for it, when you fight for it. And I think the whole um, Booksmith crew is working hard and fighting, fighting for our words to um, be able to be in, in the public, to be in the hands of kids. It is definitely a fight. And so if you're joining us on this journey, fight on, fight on, right on. Yeah, I was thinking, this is Heather again, thinking about um, busy writer days and trying to fit all the different parts of a writer's day into one day. And a lot of it is not always the creative part. So sometimes when I'm feeling really busy and scattered, that's when I'm planning travel or planning events, um, keeping track of requests that come in, juggling logistics, uh, answering all those emails. So that part of the brain uh, can get a lot done, but it's, it, it's very scattered. And when I dive deep into my creative work, I can feel this deep, peace that comes to the brain. Uh, it can be hard work, but it's it's a, a totally different space. And that 
you often hear people talk about carving out blocks of time or, or space for that creative work to happen because all the other little things, all the logistics and outside deadlines, which for me includes making money with writing and editing that are not my creative projects, those all come attached with deadlines and people poking at you saying, when is this going to be ready? And, and that sort of thing. So you feel the urgency there, but the story has to feel urgency too. And that happens the most for me when I um, consistently work on the story. So even if it's an hour a day, or I, I prefer a two or three hour block if I can swing it. But if you can keep at it a little bit consistently every day, then the story itself brings that urgency and, and, and creates its own deadline. So even in a busy life of trying to fit too many things in one day, you have the urgency of your story. Um, I was once shown a spreadsheet of how to be more efficient, and it was about knowing what to focus on. Is it urgent? Is it important? Some things are urgent, but they're not that important. Some things are really important, but they're not urgent. And and trying to maximize the creative part as being both important and urgent and recognizing it as such and always finding time in your day or most days to keep at it. So little words of wisdom from the busyness front. Hey Jack, how's it going? <laughs> it's it's gone. Um, it's been a pretty busy fall so far for me. I hear you. Me too. <laughs> what 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 have you been doing? What have you been up to? Um, well, I'm about to have my fifty uh, fourth birthday. Happy birthday! Happy almost birthday! Yes, in a few days, and that is coinciding with my very first uh, semester of graduate school. So, I'm going back to school in creative writing um, because I feel like there's holes in my uh, writing education that I want to get filled, broadening my outlook, um, maybe away from children's book writing solely. And just adding on um, poetry and just uh, just broadening what I do, but also with an eye towards uh, teaching when I get done. Mm. But um, it's been wonderful, and it's also taken its toll on my own uh, my own writing. We won't let my agent know that. <laughs> um, don't tell him, anyone. I, I hope he doesn't listen to uh, our, yeah. our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I mean, I, I feel you, Patrick. Um, I, uh, I actually started, um, a not quite uh, a master's level. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> program. Um, but, uh, but I am doing a, um, uh, foundational gardening course through the Michigan state university extension program. And it's the prerequisite you need to take in order to become a, uh, certified master gardener in the state of Michigan. That is so cool. Um, and so, uh, and there, there's a program like this actually for, um, in every state, uh, every state has their university that has their extension program that, that does this. And so, um, yeah, it's like gardening, it's something and plants or something that I've been interested in, but I've never had any like real education around other than, you know, growing things in our garden and printing trees and stuff like that. Right, so, right. and keeping houseplants. Um, but, um, I think it's also for me, like as the, you know, the weather cools here in Michigan, I just want 
any excuse to be outside. Sure, for and, sure. And enjoy this time. And so, so yeah, so I'm not, and ironically, the, the program itself is a virtual class. And so I oh, yeah. <laughs> have to sit, you know, every Tuesday in front of a computer for two and a half hours. But, um, but other than, other than that, yeah, I'm, I'm also, um, just in this place where I'm doing outdoor projects. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm just like building things and working on, um, our, we have a upstairs kind of like balcony terrace, um, thing over the, one of the rooms in our house that that has just like a rubber roof over it. Oh, okay. Um, and so I've been building a, an actual deck over oh, that, that's great. Um, that, that we can use. And so, um, that's been coming along, but, but otherwise, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of just in this mode of like resting and recharging and um, doing maybe doing a bit of reading and, and just like reflection on sort of the projects moving forward and how I'm going to be spending my, my winter when I'm cooped up and not able to go outside. How do you feel about uh, coming off of the release of your book and all the energy around that and you um, wanting or needing or, or struggling with turning the the ship back around towards new material. Yeah, I think it's there's this balance um, to it in that like one thing that was um, sort of different for for this past book compared to seeing the cosmos is that it came out at the end of the school year, this new one, and so therefore um, everyone was kind of like on break. And so, right. so there weren't any, like, uh, really any like school visits, mm-hmm. um, or events aside from, um, like a couple I did for the launch and then one at the Ann Arbor district library. Right. Um, so now that it's the fall again, that's going to start picking back up. And it's almost like I'm shifting back into book writer author mode, um, as things cool. And so, um, I just did an event, at um, a writing workshop at Book Suite in your neck of the woods, yeah, Patrick. Yeah. Um, that was real fun. We had a, a, a group of, um, it, it was ranged from fourth to eighth graders. And we, um, the first part of it was we had some uh, crafting supplies and crayons and color pencils, and we decorated masks um, based oh, on cool. just like a mask template. And then we wrote, did uh, use that as a writing prop to write you know, or at least like start stories from the perspective of those characters. Um, oh, so, very cool. so that was, that was real fun, but yeah, I'm, I'm switching back into, um, writing mode and actually for, for this podcast, um, our listeners might've noticed that I haven't been like talking as much as some of our other co-hosts about my own project. Um, and that's, one reason for that is that there is a, um, it's been challenging to also coordinate with my partner, Julia, um, because we're co-writing this, this manuscript. And I, I feel like that just like the whole act of like co-writing it introduces this whole other dimension to the process that, um, that in some ways I feel like I'm almost like putting the cart before the horse and that like, I haven't even really figured out how to like write one of these on my own. Right. Yeah. You know? Um, so I'm, yeah, I might have to audible and actually work on a different solo story. 
Um, yeah. So that, you know, so that that can, the, that manuscript, the one that I've been working on with Julia can kind of take the time that it needs to take. Yeah. You guys did, I think, come out of the gate really strong <laughs> compared yeah. to the rest of us. And you were able to share what you wrote with your agent and everything and get feedback. Yeah. And, and we're at this place where it needs, like, based on some of that initial feedback that, that we got um, sharing it with a couple of folks, it needs, like significant work and significant changes to it. Um, and that's something that I think it, it, it's like writing a whole new book essentially. Oh, okay. Wow. And so, so th I, I think that's the piece of it that's really challenging. Um, and then, um, you know, I can share that also that like Julia and I have been um, going through, we're, we've been trying to have a kid for mm -hmm. the last um, year and almost two years now, and uh, and so we're we're getting to the point where we're doing like fertility treatments and things like that, and that's sure. been something else that is um, very draining, both like physically and emotionally, and taxing on our schedules because these appointments they kind of just happen. You know, they 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 don't care about our schedules, the appointments. Right. And they're they just don't like, care about your writing. Yeah. <laughs> your art. <laughs> yeah. They're just like, okay, we need you to come in this morning. Right. So, um, yeah. So it's, you know, it's been a challenge. And that's why I think we all wanted, Patrick, you and I are sitting here today. And then uh, Heather and Kelly are going to record their own thing because we're all like, press for time and we're all you know life is getting in the way <laughs> yeah yeah and so we wanted to kind of sit down and chat about what happens when life gets in the way how do we yeah. deal with that i was i'm i'm gonna be giving this workshop um i guess in this winter spring um of next you know upcoming and um it's about jump starting your novel and i was mm -hmm. thinking one of the first things we need to do is is uh, come up with writerly norms and a piece of the norms was gonna be how you treat yourself when things mm. don't go the way they planned in terms of your expectations for the amount you're writing or the success you're having with your writing like um i think there are these moments where uh, a lot of people throw in the towel <laughs> mm -hmm. and just say, you know what? And, and they don't get back to it or whatever. And part of that is the disappointment or feeling like, why can't I do this? Why can't I get going? And like, uh, it's, it's times like this that all of us kind of seem to be going through <laughs> where you need to say, Hey man, it's all right. It's okay. Mm -hmm. This is just a little phase. We all love, writing we love what we're doing we love connecting with kids through our writing um so that's going to be there for us uh on the other side of this little struggle um especially if we if we give ourselves a little leeway and and think about our overall health and not just our artistic health um so anyhow I love that. I love that as a, um, as a, you know, course or workshop or something that's part of the education of a young or aspiring author or even, you know, apprenticing learning author. 
Yeah, weirdly or not weirdly, it seems maybe more important to consider off the bat than um, the hero's journey or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or whatever uh, writing structure or, um, you know, or all the technical ins and outs we can kind of pick up along the way. But if we don't have that foundation of of health and remembering that we're doing this for ourselves and, um, having, uh, yeah, keeping expectations, um, towards process as opposed to product and success and, and, um, finding the joy, all those kind of things. Uh, yeah, the technical stuff eh, won't mean much. Um, mm. so that reminds me of advice I've heard from a friend that's just along the lines of like, it's like, start with how you want to feel and, or like, start with how you want to spend your days and then arrange your life accordingly, accordingly to, you know, to, to, to get to that. So. I love that. That seems so easy and something <laughs> none of us do. Right. It's like, yeah, you exactly. start with the stuff. You start with the boxes to check. Um, yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, that reminds me. I got to get back to my meditation as a bottom line mm. thing to do, not something to fit into my otherwise busy day. Mm -hmm. mm. So, yeah, so. So we end up right there with that note from your friend with a little bit of inspiration. <laughs> through the struggle and i mean i you know i i to our listeners it's like i i hope all of this for you that you're able to you know to kind of um from time to time even like step back and reflect on you know what what you need at any given moment and how you know how your writing is like serving you in that way um, rather than sort of being a slave to, to the deadline or to the routine or process, or to the expectations, the expectations, yeah. And I, I think like too, like you know, social media can have a distorting effect on that, especially when you're seeing, you know, when your feed has like a lot of other authors that are posting videos of their arcs arriving and you know, turning in their manuscript. And I think. Uh, we see more of that than we see like the hard days. And so um, I think it's important to like acknowledge that, yeah, there, there are times when we're not writing and that's okay. Yeah. And there are a lot more of those. How am I going to make it through the day joyfully and artistically and fitting in all the to-dos there are a lot more of days that look like that than there are mm. receiving the arcs in the mail and mm -hmm. and uh going to the schools and doing the workshops and getting the selfies with the kids and um book launches uh, that's just a few of our days along the way um mm -hmm. the rest of the days are uh just they can be fun but also just challenging in all the ways. <laughs>